When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Have to spend some time on Detroit's meltdown. Have to do that. It was the football equivalent of, I hate to bring it up, but Game 7 of the 92 NLCS. Do you hate to bring it up? I do. I hate the Braves. I can't stand that franchise. They're tomahawk chops and everything else. Why didn't Uh you just say it was the football equivalent of another football game, 28-3? That too. But you chose to rub salt well, I in the wanted, wound I wanted to localize it for people. That's what PDs always tell talk show hosts. I do, And I do have a local way of trying to explain what happened with Detroit. And I hope afterwards people will reconsider what they've said about those decisions. We'll see if they find it persuasive or not. 412-928-9370 if you want to get on the conversation. Donnie's here. Obviously, you just heard Chris's voice too. Um... Because I have not heard this really brought up in the conversation enough for my liking. Do you agree with me that Presley Harvin's one of the worst punters you've ever seen in your entire life? Yes. Do you agree that if he were your punter, it would change your decision-making yes. in punt situations? Yes. Donnie, you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. Why has there been such little discussion about the fact that the Lions don't have a kicker? And how that – and Campbell's not going to come right out and say it. Because he doesn't want to throw one guy under the bus. But let me just explain why I think this was a huge consideration. I don't actually believe that Dan Campbell's an analytics guy. Do you? I actually do. You think that he actually is a guy like... I think there are people in that organization, and I think he believes in it. Well, here's why I I think... I think it also... The overall aggressiveness that analytics tends to favor, I think, fits his personality. okay, Okay, so then explain this one to me. Why didn't he go for it at the end of the first half? I think that was the second worst decision he made in the game. But that's an analytics. If I'm he, aware. If he's that's go- why it was a bad decision. Well, he should have gone for it. But that's why That's why I don't think it's about analytics. I think he also did a horrible job with the timeout okay, being we, called at the end of the game. Yes, we can get to that. But if it's about analytics and it's about what do the numbers tell you, he doesn't kick a field goal to go up 17 at the end of the first half. Unless he, well, he doesn't. He doesn't if the field goes from 40-some-odd yards. Well, that, but that's why I'm saying it's about the kicker, Chris. I'm aware of that. I don't, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people are. Because Badgley's name has barely come up. It's been, it's been all about like his hyper-aggressiveness and ignorance. and just Because like, that's what gets people talking in our business and elsewhere is question the coach's decision. It doesn't honestly make for good talk to say the following things. Lions were 15 of 20, fourth and three or fewer this season, two and two in the postseason. That is overall, what's 17 of 22? You're good at math. It's close to 80%. Yeah, they were a seven. Michael Michael Badgley in his career from 48 plus, I think at least one of those field goals would have been that distance, if not both. Nine of 20, worst ever among any kicker with any kind of volume. They picked him up in December. 
when he's Riley not, Patterson was He's hurt. not a reliable kicker. No. So, they trust him to make a kick that's a chip shot at the end of the first half to go up 17 and make it a three-possession game. They don't trust him from about 45, 46 yards to make a kick to make it a 17-point game in the third quarter. That's how I see it. Moody missed a kick from similar distance. Bass missed a kick in the playoffs in the 40s last week. Yeah, he's done it all year where they've gone for it on fourth and short, but he just showed you at the end of the first half that there are situations where he'll say, the hell with fourth and three, I want to go up 17 points. I think if he felt like the guy was going to make the kick, he makes it a 17-point lead. I mean, I still, maybe, I still think that he should have gone for a touchdown at the end of the first half, period. It was the right, it would have been the right thing to do. But I think he does believe in the momentum stuff. I think Campbell, I think he probably wanted to go into the uh, halftime break up three scores. Yeah. And then he maybe felt like it wasn't that, he basically made the value judgment, so maybe not analytics, or if you want to say information, people seem to get very mad when you say analytics. He made the value judgment that he had a better chance to put the game away by converting a fourth down than trusting Badgley to put them back up 27 to 10. I don't know. Like I, I get pissed off, though, that people are just gunning for Dan Campbell's head on this. When his players let him down horribly, I don't care that the pass to Reynolds on fourth and two or three was slightly behind him. Both hands were on the ball. Catch the ball. Reynolds on third and nine. Hits you right between where the top loop of the eight hits the bottom loop. Catch the ball. Jameer Gibbs, don't fumble the ball. His team let him down. He made mathematically, informationally, analytically sound decisions with two exceptions, bad ones, that I think I would be crushing him for in the scope of ultimately defending him. His team let him down. They didn't have a great play call on the other fourth down play either. I thought Wilkes outfoxed them. They did, Greg Olson did a great job of explaining that on the broadcast, that they fooled them on the coverage. But otherwise, they had dialed up plays that were working, and guys just dropped the ball literally and figuratively. Yeah, but I also think a lot of that's on him. I mean, the first drop by Reynolds isn't, but his team wilted and melted after that play. I think part of what I mean, Dan players can- are allowed to make plays, dude, and you're allowed to say the player should just make the play. If you're in the NFL, you shouldn't be. Yeah, wilting. but part of the appeal of Dan Campbell is when that ball gets dropped by Reynolds, he's on the sideline like, who cares? We're still up two scores in this game. We're not going to lose this. We're not going away here. Don't let one one misplay define us. Who cares? It's one bad Maybe play. Maybe he said that and Josh it didn't Reynolds work. went out and still dropped the ball. Okay, but it didn't work is my point. Oh, so he needs to will the player into catching the ball? I, I just, I, well, so it sounds to me like you think he's blameless in this. I think he made two very poor coaching decisions. Okay, well, that's still a big part. I, I'm but st- they're not, but, but to be very clear, his two coaching decisions were in sequences where they scored a total of 10 points. I'm the one saying that the things that other people praised him for, at least the field goal at the end of the first half, bad idea. So wait a minute. Let and me just time out. Hold on. He did a very good game management drive at the end and then stupidly so, ran the ball and didn't have a second play so ready. Let me, to just, preserve let me just make sure out. I hear you right. If Chris Boswell is their kicker instead of Badgley, you still think he should have gone for those fourth down plays? Yes. I'd compl- why? Because, because it, why? Analytically, that's the better play. All There are literal... People who just whose only thing they do on Twitter is they run how they come up with their but, numbers and they say it's a slightly better play to go for the the uh, fourth down conversion. But are there. the numbers specific for the Lions or for the entire league? It's standardized. What oh, well, is then it? I don't. Then I, I I have to take it with a grain of salt, especially when the numbers are close. 
right? I mean, if if Boswell lines, do you? I mean, he made yeah, the decision. I, yes, and it was wrong. It backfired. At if if you're going to say Reynolds catch the ball, what? The ball's not. It's a bad play. They don't tie the game, and it's not even where it's like, it's not close to being converted. It's a ball that's just thrown up to no man's land. If they so if they have Chris Boswell in that spot, you don't kick to tie the game in the fourth quarter of if the I, NFC if Championship I have Boswell, game. Well, I consider it, but I have no problem with him going for it there. I really. But don't. it sounds like you wouldn't originally consider it because you just go by the strict you're, analytics. Because well, you're hand you're handing them the the game back, best case scenario tied, and they can march right down the field on you again and put you behind the eight ball. But put he a little sh- pressure. He back should on them. get pilloried by even people like you. Because he was inconsistent with the analytics. That's what I did pillory him for. That's why I'm saying the decision to go for three at the end of the first half sucked. Because it didn't fit with he, the rest. And he, it's the wrong one of so the So then bunch. he did not have a good game. No, because he didn't do that part right. The whole right. point is I'm saying the things everyone else is ripping him for are the wrong things. They are literally 100% wrong. They're all praising him for the field goal at the end of the first half and ripping him for the other decisions. That is literally dead wrong. I No, no it's not literally yes, dead wrong. Yes, it is. So, what were By the, the numbers, hold on, he so, made the wrong play so, at the end of the first half. Okay, so what were the numbers on the decision to go for it uh, in the fourth quarter down three? Both of them were slight win probability added situations. By how much? couple percentage points. Like like num- like whole numbers or like de- decimal numbers? Oh, no. Both of them, I think, over 2 or 3% win probability added, which is like a deep, they call that a medium solid recommendation. Anything above like four, which is the end of the first half one, is a strong recommendation so if, that you should go so for So if it. you have like a Justin Tucker or Chris Boswell and you're down three in the NFC Championship game, you, you're telling me you don't, you don't tie the I, game there? That game last night, hell no. Why? I'm going for it. Because I want to, I am trusting... You're just trusting math. That's what you're. You're just trusting. All you're getting analytics. is potentially a slower death in the end if you tie that game. Why? What had they done so far at that point to stop the Niners? Okay, in the second if they half? have Chris Boswell, right? Mm-hmm. He makes the kick in your opinion, and it's tied. Yep. Correct. Okay. So then San Francisco comes back down and they score. They go up a touchdown. What did you do after that? You scored a touchdown. So it's a tie game. It's but a tie you, game. And if you get the fourth down conversion, you go up on them. They have to possibly score but a touchdown you, to to beat you, and maybe they don't. Man, I just if you have a reliable kicker, I'm stunned that you think going for it there gives you a better chance to win than just tying the game. If we if we were watching that game and that were the Steelers and they went for it on fourth and three with a great kicker, mm-hmm. down three, you're coming on the next you're coming on the air the next day and saying, Good job, Mike Tomlin. Not him for great it. process, but bad execution. Pretty much. Donnie, am I alone on this? If you've got a kicker you actually believe in, you don't tie the game down three in the fourth quarter? I, I think I think a lot of it should come down to the kicker. Yeah, I mean, I understand the point of we didn't trust our guy to make it from that far out, but if you have one of the guys that around the league is top five, one of the elite kickers in the game, I mean, Steelers' instance is good because Boswell is a top five kicker in the game, I think. I'm sending him out there. For, I just, for pretty much anything inside, like, 55 yards. I just think to just blindly go with the analytics doesn't, like, who you're playing, what the weather conditions are, what's happened in the game to that point. Shouldn't all of those things be taken into account in that situation? His team largely hadn't been stopped much in that in that game. I, again, have no problem with him saying They had my just been stopped on group. a fourth and short before that, the second one. Okay. Right. What do you mean? Oh, like, yeah, so you're saying... They've been this team all year. 
I think it but they plays weren't into that your- team in the game, Chris, because of what happened at the end of the first half. You just admitted that. And he oh broke character. How hard is this for you to comprehend? That's the part I'm ripping him for. That inconsistency. Man. He did the right thing in the second half. Had he done the right thing in the first so, half, the game might have been different. So just to make sure I hear you right, when they kicked a field goal at the end of the first half to go up 17. They should have Chris, gone for the kill shot. Chris Muller's on his couch thinking this is going to maybe come back to bite them going up 17. I tweeted out, go for the kill, Dan, and he didn't. Okay, so I'm just so you did, yes. you did see it coming. I did I not. I said, go for the kill. I did not see it coming. That they were going to blow a 17-point lead Talk to the guy the who NFC dropped two passes. Game. Talk to the guy who fumbled. Talk to the guy who uh, had a ball go off his face mask. I mean, all those guys get part of the blame, too. But the head coach made, I think, decisions based on the fact that he didn't trust his kicker. I think that's why he went fourth and two and fourth and three. Not because Dan Campbell is a, somehow the most meathead pro player guy in the NFL is some analytics acolyte. I've, I've read nothing or seen nothing to suggest that Dan Campbell is this great example of some numbers convert that even though everybody thinks he's just like an old school football coach, he's been convinced that the numbers really are what wins you games. No- I think he might be convinced of the following, that way too many coaches punt or take the easy way out or the safe way out way too often, and he's exploited that for the majority of the year, which is part of the reason they were 12-5 and five but, in that position. But it's, but it's not the easy way out if you're literally saying the difference is like if they kick the field goal there, they, there's a 91% chance of winning. If they go for it, there's a 92% chance of winning. It's pretty much the same exact thing. Wouldn't you still want to maximize your chances with the better opportunity? I just, I, I think, I think the numbers are good. I don't think that they're gospel, though. I think you have to factor in who you're playing, what you have available, how your team has played to that point, all of those things, man. I know this. I would not want to have gone for it on fourth down there at the end of the first half. You don't get it. And San Francisco's sitting in the locker room for 12 minutes thinking, we just made a big play that gave us life. That's why I liked his field goal at the end of, at well, the end of the half. Well, clearly that field goal made it impossible for San, uh, San Fran to come back, so it was a great decision. I don't. So, so you think that's a big reason why they lost the game? Yeah, I just I think, don't. I think that was the second worst decision he made. And then when they still were on like life support and actually had a chance, uh, he calls timeout inexplicably. I'll also blame one more player on the team. Does Anthony Ferkser have shoes made out of concrete blocks? <laughs> If he just gets in the end zone like 99% of other NFL players, I don't care if you had a tackle eligible catch that pass, he gets in the end zone with 116 left and they got all three timeouts, they probably get the ball back with a chance to win the football game. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.